you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. We're on to Cincinnati. It's my team. It's my quarterback. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello? You play to win the game. They want you to cook the dinner. At least they ought to let you shop for some of the groceries. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. Playoffs? You kidding me? I'm just here so I won't get fined. How can you not be romantic about football, man? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bench with Banana. I have to go to Vegas for 24 hours in about three hours. Here's the question. Do I go out? Do I go and have fun? Do I go? I have never in my life. There's some people in the world. There's people that exist that go out and travel alone. And then they sit at a restaurant by themselves and they order meals. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I have a fear of talking to people in public. (laughs) I love chatting But also, I don't. So I think I might just stay in my hotel room the entire time, like shuffle out. I have to go shoot stuff for Pro Bowl, shuffle back in, fly back to L.A. The most boring Las Vegas trip in the history of Las Vegas. Um, Here's what's going on in my life, people. This is a this has caused some controversy online. Um, I tried to. Okay, you know what? The real truth is it wasn't me. Somebody in my household tried to mount a TV. You know, you know your girl can mount a TV. No problems. Okay, no questions asked. I built a deck. I built a sauna. I built a hot tub. You think I can't mount a TV, honey? <laughs> you got something else coming. Um, this person was like, "I want. Let me do this thing for you. I'm gonna mount a TV for you." I was like, "Sure, go ahead." I was putting together some other piece of furniture. Um, I will give them credit and say my stud finder is a piece of absolute garbage. They put 15 holes in my wall. Can we pu- can we pull up the photo? For those of you that are listening, just go to my Twitter so that you can see this photo. 15 holes in my drywall to try and find the stud. Um, in their defense, you know, simple thing that you know about homes. Studs are supposed to be 16 inches apart. Okay? This was 16 and a half. <laughs> 15 holes, people! To mount a TV. And it was mounted too high. They're going to have to do it again. I'm never letting anyone touch any tools, any drywall, any anything in my home ever again. Unless unless they're licensed or it's me. Okay? Forget about it. Uh, guys, we've had a doozy of a weekend of football. There were some fun games. We were going into this weekend being like, there's some stinkers on the docket. No, none. None were stinkers. Maybe the second half of the Seattle uh, 49ers game was was a stinker. was a stink fest. And maybe I'm just bitter because I really wanted Seattle to win. Go, Gino, go. Uh, all the games were so fun. Some insane comebacks. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, Bengals, Ravens, Giants, Vikings, Jacks, Chargers. Oh, who would have thought? 
Just a quick reminder, we record these podcasts on Monday, so we're not able to talk about Tom Brady. We're not able to talk about the Cowboys imploding. You guys are going to know more than I will by the time you listen to this. Um, okay, coming up on the show, we got a jam-packed show, people. We got KB joining us. I'm going to ask him a very vulnerable question. He is going to avoid it. It's great. Um, I'm sure you're going to be able to hear how uh, embarrassed I am through the podcast. Okay? Last time, last I swear, last time I ever tried to be vulnerable on this show. No chance, no way! Okay, KB, over to you. All right, incoming Kyle Brandt, one of my hey. favorite people, to bench with Benetta. Now, we record these shows on Monday, okay? So there's one game that we're not going to be able to talk about yeah. and react to, but I want to get your hot reactions from this week. I feel like if there were... <laughs> this was probably the most wild of super wild card weekends. Like, it, it fit the title. How was your, you yeah. know, before we get into the games, just how was the overall experience? You talked about making some wings. You talked about making some baked potatoes. How did you, did you enjoy it? Was it nice? It was awesome. All I ever want to do anymore, Rachel, is just sit on my couch at home with my family. I don't want to go to, a, you know, we just getting through Christmas party season. It's exhausting. Yep. I'm this, the, this old cantankerous Scrooge. I just want to sit home and eat and drink. So that's all I did. And you know, it's funny, like, when you look at the slate of these games, we can say it now. On Friday, you're like, oh, this looks like crap. Mm-hmm, like this, mm-hmm, these games, mm-hmm. like I, I, we're hanging our hat on Jaguars, Chargers, and just hoping it's good. But like we got all these backup quarterbacks, it's gonna be blowout city. I gotta say, it was pretty damn good. Like I, I feel great about Super Wild Card Weekend. It's it was, awesome. it was so fun. We have game day view on Fridays, and we're previewing yeah. the weekend slate. And I said, literally, I was just like, oh my god, Miami Bills. If Tua was there, that game is so fun. Mm-hmm. The AFC North battle between the Bengals mm-hmm. and Ravens. If Lamar was there. That game is blowing us out of the water. Both of those teams, to their absolute credit, like we are singing their praises today, they came to play. Let me ask you this. Is there a team that you are feeling better or worse about after this weekend? So only teams that are moving forward. We got the 49ers, we got the Jags, the Bills, the Giants, and the Bengals. Mm -hmm. Is there any of those teams... Maybe the Bills. Sure. Maybe the Bengals. That maybe played a certain way that you're like, oh, okay. So this is what we're dealing with. These are the playoff teams that we're dealing with this season. Well, you probably get this sometimes, Rachel. You, you see friends or whoever that, that have nothing to do with sports or don't even work sports adjacent like you and I kind of do. And they'll be like, so who do you like in the games? Like who and who should I bet on or who should I start my fantasy uh-huh. league or whatever? And someone was asking me, they're like, this is prior to the weekend. They're like, yeah, so AFC, we, we get it. It's, it's Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills. Is there anybody else that he can make a run? And I go, I know this sounds a little weird, but Jacksonville no. is good. No. And I'm telling you, they're good. It and was they always and the Jags. They, I, I went with the Jags, and they're like, come on, the Jaguars, they suck. I'm like, I know why you're saying that, but it's just patently false. They don't they don't suck. They do many times, but not this time. And then sure enough, they have the third biggest comeback in NFL history. Oh. So, like, I'm looking at Jags Chiefs and I'm like, could they? I think they're like young, and I, I mean this in a good way, young and dumb, and they're just like, why not? Let's just beat the Chiefs. Why, who cares if we're not supposed to? And that's I, the dangerous team. You know what? I'm kind of with you because I feel like the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Obviously, you got Andy Reid, yeah. you got you got all you got every single powerhouse in the NFL, okay? But if you look at the second half of their season, there were some games that you were like, whoa, 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 what's going on with the Chiefs? This game is way mm-hmm. closer than I was expecting it to be. I also love, yeah. we're going to talk about this later on in the show, I love that Trevor Lawrence went to to a waffle house after yeah. the game to celebrate like could you be more wholesome in this moment <laughs> i like that video a lot 
because most of the Waffle House videos I see involve someone like getting a chair thrown at them. <laughs> so I'm watching it. I'm like, please, no one throw a chair at Trevor Lawrence, this beautiful man. And no one does. I've seen people, people are happy and they're well fed and it's a discount price. So I like it. Um, I thought for a second that you were going to say the sneaky fun team is perhaps the Giants because mm, okay. I, I got to bring it up. You know, literally yeah. all of us are guilty. Okay. I literally changed my pick on Saturday to the Seahawks last minute. And I got to ride this wave, baby. I got to ride this Good. wave of people calling me out being like, Oh my God, you're such an idiot. You changed your pick at the last second. Now look at you. First off, that game was super fun. In the first half, it was very close. Mm-hmm. But I got to talk to you about the Vikings. I got to talk to you about Kirk Cousins. Are there any regrets? Are there any regrets at all from this season and how much love you showed that man? No regrets. Never any regrets. I love it. No regrets. R-A-G-R-E-T-S. No uh, that No, not, not at all. Like the, the Vikings, it'd be fun if there was this storyline where like the Vikings sucked and they just blew it and Cousins threw three interceptions. We could all have laughs. The Vikings were really good. Cousins was excellent in this yep. game. The Giants were just better. They lost to a better team and a better quarterback. And when they had fourth and eight, they threw like a six inch pass and the season was over. And that's regrettable. But I, I feel fine about it. They just, they got beat by a better team. It's okay. It happens. It's football. And now the Giants are like, oh my God, the Giants are kind of cool. And Daniel Jones was the best quarterback in the league this weekend. Yeah. It was kind of sexy almost. Oh, what? <laughs> Using the S word with Daniel Jones? I, I'm oh telling my you, Lord. I never thought I would say that word in my life about Daniel Jones, but Mr. Blow dried side part from Duke with Jansport backpack was like kind of hot this weekend. He was so badass and like his body language and his face. It was just like he looked like, you know, everyone says like when he when he went when Brian Dable goes to the Giants, everyone's like, well, Brian Dable can try to turn Daniel Jones into Josh Allen. And we're like, haha, you idiot. He's never going to be Josh Allen. Yesterday, he looked more like Josh Allen than Josh Allen. Like he looked really, really good. And it was cool. I think it was kind of hot. Wow, I love it. I feel like every single team that was supposed to move on did move on. Like 49ers, everyone kind of, we want to see those guys to continue on, right? Bills, same thing. Bengals, same thing. Giants, Vikings, I was like, you know what? Both teams are kind of like quirky and fun. I don't care who Mm -hmm. goes on. Uh, Let's change gears and talk about the Ravens for a hot sec because like credit to them. They put the Bengals on their heels. Um, I want to talk to you about Lamar Jackson J.K. Dobbins, he first came out and said, if we had Lamar, we would have won. And then he came back and said, Mm -hmm. you know, Snoop played a great game. What do you think is going on with Lamar? Do you think that it is the actual knee issue and that's what's holding him back? Do you think it's the money thing? What do you think happens next season is the real question here? Yeah, there's a 50,000 questions. Lamar's already first team all offseason. Like, he's going to be the one. Listen, I think that if he had a long-term contract, I think he's out there this weekend. Right. I do. And I don't think, I that's, I don't think that's I don't think that's an insult to him. It's like, it's he's a human being, and he has to think about, he, this is, I'm not doing this, it's not a hobby. I'm not doing this for fun. This is my job, and this is my career. I think if he had a six-year, $230 million contract, I think he's playing against the Bengals. He doesn't for a bunch of reasons, and so he isn't. So there's this whole put a brace on it section of the media right now. This is get out there and play. I know. Like, we were talking to McCordy today, Rachel, and he he doesn't usually play the I played the game card, but he kind of played I played the game card, and he's like, we got people saying he should be at work, and they wouldn't get to their work if they had a head cold. And I was like, damn, Jason, we haven't seen this from you yet. Wow. So people are really in their feelings, and I think – I think he's out there if he has a long-term contract, and I don't think that's a slight on him. I think that makes him a human being. I think it's really cool to see, actually. You really see a divide. Like, there are other people like, get out there, Lamar. I've seen a ton of players go to bat for him and be like, you know what? He's 
going to wait it out and make sure that money is guaranteed and all of those things. And I think that that's been really cool to see is like, it's so easy for us to be like, of course we want to see Lamar Jackson out there. The question is, do you think they would have won with Lamar out there this weekend? I do. Yeah. And like Tyler Huntley was good and he's great. You know what it was? It was like, if you turn on the game, you know how like, especially in New York city, you can go to like the steps of a museum or something Uh and they're selling purses, but instead of Louis Vuitton, it's like, like Louis Vuitton, like that Tyler (laughs) was the Louis Vuitton purse. It was like, he, he kind of like, he ran really well at times and he threw well, it wasn't quite the Louis Vuitton, but it was significantly cheaper and it was available. It's right there. So he was the, the Louis Vuitton of quarterbacks, but if they had Louis, I think they probably would. Yeah. Ooh, you got that channel purse. You got that Prado. Mm. Yeah, Prado. Awesome. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Golche uh, and Cabano. Um, okay, let's look forward to the divisional round. Uh, obviously, yeah. like I said, we record these episodes on Monday, so we don't know what is going to happen no. in the Cowboys Bucks game, which I'm very excited about. By the don't way, don't we though, Rachel? I mean, don't we? I don't. Who are you picking in this game? I got the Bucks. Yeah, I'm picking Tampa as well. Yeah. And I, I, it's such an insult to Dallas that we are. This is like a middling at best Buccaneers team. But everyone's like, oh, you got to take Tampa. Why? Well, because they're playing the Cowboys. I just can't wait. I can't wait. And if maybe the this Cowboys will be a cool take, but I go Tampa. I feel like you and I are on the same page with the Cowboys. And I feel like I've seen, I saw you do this whole thing on GMFB at, at least one time this season. It's like yeah. the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. And I have yeah. been saying this basically my entire career. The Cowboys just end up blowing it. Do we start talking differently about them if they win this game? Just just one. Yeah. Just one postseason game. Yeah, if they I win, think, does, the, does the conversation start to change around this team? I think it does. They went on the road and they beat Brady and McCarthy handles his business and doesn't throw up spaghetti on himself. It's just, <laughs> Yeah, I think we do. My, my bottom line is this. Every single year since I was in bleep in high school, someone has said to me, this Cowboys team is different. They're yep. different. They're not different. It's just you're in the cafeteria and you bring your tray and they put the, the spoonful of slop and it's the Cowboys standard issue. It's never different. And don't tell me it's different. Show me. Um, so the conversation will change a little bit if they beat Tampa. But like, I guess at the same point, you're beating a sub 500 wildcard team. Right. You should. Yeah. Like get to a title game. You haven't done it since 95. I think it's more so like beating Tom Brady because they've never been able to beat yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. That would be yep. a nice little slice of cake for them. Okay. The divisional round games. We got Jags at Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by eight and a half. We got Giants at Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are favored by seven. Bengals at Bills. Bills favored by four. And then 49ers versus either Cowboys or the Bucks. Looking at that slate right now, I think I know the answer to this. But what is your what's the game that you're most excited to see? The Bengals Bills. Obviously. Yeah, right? and, and I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. It's it's a dueling Spider-Man game, Rachel. It's 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 the same deal here. We have this superstar quarterback. We have this head coach who's not a rock star, but just totally gets it and knows how to run the program. We also have like the heavy sentimental uh, storyline yeah. with Damar Hamlin. And listen, I will tell you this before the Bills games and I've been there. They do their own deal where, you know, in Seattle, they have to raise the 12 flag or in Kansas City, you beat the drum. They have someone who's down on the field and it's like a Bill's great. It'll be Thurman Thomas or Steve Cash, whoever. And they talk to the stands and they say no place (gasps) you'd rather be. I don't know this, but I strongly suspect that DeMar Hamlin could do that uh, on Sunday afternoon at three o'clock. And like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I have goosebumps even just thinking about it. I know. I know. That is going to be that is going to be the most difficult place to play ever and I saw we saw Zach Taylor give the game ball to his like the the local bar and he's like I want to see as many of you up in Buffalo as 
absolute possible. I don't even think it matters. Like, bu- Buffalo is going to be the most difficult place to play in like recent memory, if, no matter what. But if that happens, off the absolute I charts. Um, I know. I'm with you. That game, I'm I'm so excited for. Uh, Eagles Giants is kind of sneaky, interesting to it me is. as well. That could go a little bit wonky. Um, okay, enough about football. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. I saw something on Twitter that I want to ask you about. Uh, sure. For those of you that don't know, Kyle Brandt is an incredible actor. Uh, he's Thank got you. a storied resume, long list. <laughs> KB, somebody tweeted a picture of you, uh, a young mm-hmm. KB in Law and Order. And they were like, is this you? And you said, yep, Mm -hmm. that's how I got my SAG card. I want to know your worst audition story or best, whatever you want to share. And how long were you in the acting game for? Showed up to L.A. uh, in January of 02. And I was in it for I started working in sports in like December of 07. So like five years, did three and a half years on Days of Our Lives did a, a right guard commercial. Were you ever Randy killed Johnson off? Were you murdered? No, my character left town. That's <gasps> a different left town. I was at my last scene was like, I had my bag over my shoulder and I'm walking down the jetway and I'm just like, you know, I'm not leaving town. This town left me. There's some just terrible <laughs> line like that with a single tear. That was days oh. of our lives. I did it. It was awesome. It was unbelievable. But my worst audition story, I think was my first audition. And at the time, this is 2002. They were doing a TV version of Legally Blonde. The Reese Witherspoon movie had been a massive success. Of course. And I got to go in. I got an audition for like the male lead in it. They were probably seeing 70,000 people in town. But I remember, Rachel, I walked in to this casting room and they were casting all the parts, including the lead of the show, the Reese Witherspoon part. And there were like seven blonde women dressed all in pink. <laughs> and one of them even had a real chihuahua that she was bringing with no her to the audition. Way. That is commitment. Please tell I me know, it bit you. Uh, I'm sure she didn't get it. No, it didn't bite me. I, I, I kept my distance. But there were 15 other dudes who just look exactly like me. And I went in and I had practiced it 60,000 times in the mirror. And I just butchered the whole thing. It was embarrassing and bad. And the cast director was actually really nice. But there was just no shot. I, I, I did committed a couple of really bad faux pas. No callback. That was it. I auditioned for a, my first audition was for a milk commercial. And I okay. had to like do my little cart. I was in a grocery aisle and then I had to stop and go. I did double take because there was a cow in the fridge. And then I had to have a conversation with the cow about like why I should have this kind of milk. <laughs> Didn't get it. So I don't know how you messed that one up. Well, but... you went right to the minor leagues. Like commercial auditioning is a whole different deal. I've done it too than theatrical auditioning or auditioning for shows or movies because way more people are involved. It's way more meat markety cattle totally. call, so to speak, with the cow. Yeah. But I, I was, I've done a bunch of those too, and those are really tough. Really uh, tough. All right. Well, they were missing out. I could have been the face of milk. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, okay. One so last did question. The casting director pretend that they were the cow, Rachel, and they would be yep. like, "So you're gonna walk in and push the cart, look at us, and you see a cow." Yeah. And, and like that's all it was. You know what? And I took a moment. There was like I have like a kind of like mental image there was like somebody zooming in from vancouver there was a whole room of people casting this i was like y'all are casting a milk commercial okay i've got bigger (laughs) things coming my way y'all are zooming in for me to pretend talk to a cow so i'm not taking y'all's judgment (laughs) okay i have one final question before we send you on your way kb and it's a it's a deep question okay? okay i saw this online and i have been since asking everyone this question okay so just close your eyes let me let me put you in this place okay you die 
not in a bad way. Just, just mm-hmm. you know, you float off into whatever. Um, okay. You have the opportunity to come back to Earth for 30 minutes. Here are the rules. You can't see any friends. You can't see any family. Because people can actually see you. Okay? You can walk around. You can have conversations with people. And if you saw them, it would freak them out. Trauma for life, right? Mm-hmm. 30 minutes back on planet Earth. You can have a meal. You can sit on a bench somewhere. You can do whatever you want, wherever you want. The only rule is 30 minutes and you got to go. Where are you going and what are you doing? Um, I'm going to go to, uh, to to your place, Rachel, uh, and I'm going to uh, mount a flat screen TV on the wall <laughs> and then show you how it's done. It won't, I won't need all 30 minutes. I'll just need six minutes. And the rest of the time, I'll just sit out and, and smoke or something. <laughs> Well I'm pulling done. from Rachel's private life that no, she well, shared with we'll me off the No, we'll pull up the photo, okay? There was, a, there was a, oh, an attempt a at mounting a TV, and I didn't do a good job at it, okay? All right. Is that your final answer, <laughs> you KB? Not, you got a brand new TV. You thought you were so cool. You're ooh-la-la. How, how, was it 60 inches, 70 inches? You go massive. Was it huge? It's a big one. It's a big one. <laughs> it's tough. It's you fine. gotta find the right thing. You gotta it's fine. get it. your jokes in. I'm trying to have a nice <laughs> moment here. Get your jokes did you have in, a conduit KB. That went through the wall, or did you make it all crappy with the wires hanging down? Did you do this properly? I'm gonna have somebody come in and put an outlet in, but for now, it's hanging, and also it's way you don't put too the high. In yourself? Listen, I'll post the photo. You guys can all have a good laugh. All right. <laughs> Last time I tried to be nice and and vulnerable with people on this podcast. I know. Uh, I was just disrespectful. That's okay. KB, get out of here. We love having you. We'll see you next week after the divisional round yeah milk people casting directors suck it you missed the real talent <laughs> sorry see you later <laughs> bye god i'm genuinely listen i have been non-stop asking people this question and i've gotten such beautiful answers if you ask me the question i grew up going to a lake every summer One of the best days of my life was two summers ago. The lake was warm. It was beautiful out. And I just floated by myself in the lake for like an hour. I'd go back to that day. I'd go back to that day and just float. That sounds nice. Isn't that a nice story that I just told you? You've learned something about me. You learned that I grew up on a lake. Okay. It's called sharing and caring people. Get Hop in the DMs. I want to know where are you going on planet Earth if you can't see anybody that you love for 30 minutes after you die. Okay. Coming up after the break. Was it a weird question? Coming up after the break, a new segment alert called Give Them a Raise. People doing their jobs and doing them well. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, welcome to a new segment we are calling Give Them a Raise. I just want to like highlight some good people doing some good stuff around the league. And this week, honestly, it might be the same people every single week because I want to do this segment all the time because people just knock it out of the park. And the people that deserve a raise are 
social media managers, people that are in charge of the Twitters and Instagrams and TikToks and blah, 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 blah of NFL teams. I thoroughly enjoy just how petty they can be, all of the bullying that (laughs) takes place. Bullying is not cool unless you are two NFL teams doing it to each other, okay? Uh, So we're going to go through a couple of tweets that I saw this weekend uh, for Super Wildcard Weekend. There are some good ones. Okay, and I will try to describe them if you guys are listening on a podcast, okay? So let's see this first one. Okay, the Jacksonville Jaguars tweeted, they had us in the first half. I'm not going to lie. And the picture is Jags win and over it is two like cell phone chargers and the chargers are snapped. They're broken. But I love that they're like, I'm not going to lie. I'm NGL. Like, you know, it's it's just, I just love when Twitter handles feel like a real person. Like this is obviously an NFL team, but it's like, and you can see in the Jacksonville Jaguars display picture, who's that Trevor Lawrence, like throwing up the deuce. Uh, I love it. I love everything about it. It's beautiful. Um, you deserve a race. What's next? Okay. The Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. They, they tweeted, start spreading the news. And the picture is New York's, favorite team and it's Vikings players in in the the cityscape okay (laughs) and then the Giants retweeted that with skull and the L is capitalized losers we love to see it we absolutely love to see it okay and then one of my favorites this is very creative Bengals throw up the tweet Okay, the Bengals tweeted this after their win against the Ravens. Quick read before we head to Buffalo. And then the picture is um, some books on a table, and it says Baltimore Ravens season, short stories. woo I love it. Give them all raises. These people are so creative. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying don't get a raise, but I was looking at 49ers, didn't see anything. The Bills had a great one too, but we can't show it because it's Meghan Markle on what's that show called? Who wants to win money? Deal or no deal. It's Meghan Markle opening up her suitcase, deal or no deal, and on the inside of the suitcase she was, oh my god, you win, and it just says Bills win on the inside. So I loved that probably the most, but um, we'll get sued if we show it. <laughs> so we're not gonna do that. Okay. Uh, by the way, I'm watching the documentary of Harry and Meghan. Okay, you deserve all the raises, all the money. There you go. Ching, ding, ching, ding, ching. Okay, coming up next, best thing I saw, worst thing I saw. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. It's the best. All right, we saw a lot of good things this weekend, including some major comebacks, including some great football. But here is what I loved. We talked about this earlier in the show. I believe we have a picture of Trevor Lawrence going to a Waffle House after the win on Saturday night. 
I love this. Just got sent this from Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence celebrating the comeback win at the local Waffle House. No chairs, no brawls to be to be seen, as KB mentioned. Um, I love this. Like everyone else is smoking cigars and drinking and. Trevor Lawrence strikes me as the kind of guy that gets like chocolate chip waffles, maybe a little root beer, has his has his little wife by his side, just a nice little wholesome evening. Um, I'm really excited that they're going to continue on. They're fun. They're scrappy. Jacksonville uh, first playoff games in like six years at home. Their mascot wears a speedo, which I like, and it also at the same time makes me uncomfortable. You can feel both ways about something. That's what I think. Uh, okay, the next thing that I saw, Zach Taylor going into uh, this bar the, called The Blind Pig and giving them the game ball. Do we have the video? That is so fun. I mean, could you talk about two completely different opposite ways of celebrating? Zach Taylor, coach of the Bengals, goes to a bar and the player goes to a Waffle House. Um, That's amazing. I am so like, I feel like we've been gifted this game. Bengals, Bills, the rematch. Ugh. Like the emotions that have happened in the last two weeks since that first game. Damar Hamlin seems to be getting better every single day. As Kyle said, can you imagine him walking out onto the field and being like, I'm back? Oh, my goodness. I really hope he gets to play next season. Uh, but that game is going to be great. So so many emotions on both sides, too. The Bengals had to see what happened as well. Like, oh, my goodness. It's going to be incredible. Uh, okay. And then now to the worst thing that I saw. This is interesting. And I'm curious to see what people are thinking about this. Aaron Donald briefly changed his Twitter bio. Okay. So, some people are on these things. Look at this. He said, former NFL defensive lineman for the Rams. Hashtag 99. And then he quickly changed it. He changed it back to, you know, whatever, whatever it was before. Former. What does this mean? Does that mean he's retiring? I mean, I kind of thought if Sean McVay was coming back, Aaron Donald would be coming back. But maybe the Rams are just too far away from what they were winning the Super Bowl that Aaron's like, I got to go. I'm out of here. This is going to make me so sad. The Rams showed us some glimpses of some magic with Baker in those in those games, that big comeback game on Thursday Night Football. You got no Cooper Cup this year. Matt Stafford was injured. Don't go out on this note, Aaron Donald. We need more of you. Also, it kind of makes me sad that he did this during playoffs. Like, I think he's sitting at home, probably so disappointed. He was in a much different place this time last year. Probably so disappointed he's not playing in playoffs. He started... It's like, you know, if you break up with somebody... And you see them like out and about and you like, then you all of a sudden like post the thirst trap like, ooh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. It's giving that. It's giving that. It's giving I'm on to bigger and better things while he's watching other people do the, the bigger and the better things. Um, okay, guys, that is our show. Come back on Friday as we preview the divisional round games. Colleen Wolf, my girl, is coming back. She had so much fun last week. She was like, I need to come back. I was like, yes, you do. Please come on every single show and hang out with me all the time. I bet you. Okay, people, I'm going to ask that question one more time and it's going to be to Colleen and Colleen's going to answer it. Okay? 
Am I going to give her a heads up? No. In fact, I'll shake on it. I will ask her on the spot and let's see how she reacts. Okay? I would be vulnerable one more time on this show. Just it. Just one more time and that's it. Come back on Friday and we will see you then. I love you. I love you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.